where nostalgia and wonder abound. Folks flock together, admiring the mighty, the marvelous, the super. Have you pondered how to begin your wanderings of the nerd realms? Well, hot dame. Welcome to the Dame Patrol. Your vigilant Mrs. Three are here delivering the news, cues, and reviews from across the geek world. Get a move on, gals. Your vigil has begun. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another glorious high-flying episode of The Dame Patrol. I am here with my other lovely dames here at the Dames HQ. Uh, Not our usual HQ, but still great. I am the strongest dame at Arminia, but you guys know me as Minnie. And across from me, we're changing it up. Oh, my. Oh, shoot. We're just strange. I'm really distracted. This is Amy. And (laughs) um, oh, my gosh. That's why I'm the distracted dame. I'm really flustered now suddenly because you picked me first. (laughs) But I'm going to pass this way gently past the T. Just gently. Just gently past the (laughs) T. That's the tea, y'all. That's the tea. As I literally have a cup of tea in my hands, this is Stephanie, as you may know me as the most knowledgeable dame, and we are here to talk about a very important lady. Oh, indeed, a very important lady. But before we get to this other lovely dame, we need to talk about our sponsors. (gasps) Yeah, keep them in suspense. Yeah, I know. I got really excited because I was like, is it me? Am I? We're not talking about me today, right? (laughs) We're not talking about me. Okay. Um, Yes, let's talk about our Uncle Ben down at Empire's Comics Vault, located 1120 Fulton Avenue. Sweet K for pugs, hugs, hot socks, hot sauce, not socks. We don't have those yet. Yes. Not and yet. comics up the yin yang you can definitely fly on over and check us out and then of course our second sponsor who i love our second sponsor who is fantastic for all kinds of lovely scents that are out of this world for you your friends your team and your oil factory i guess they <laughs> are quillanique alchemy you can find them in their lovely fandom inspired scents yes. On the Etsy, you can search them on Google or search them on Etsy. They're going to pop up immediately and you can get all kinds of cool scents so you can smell delightful while you are fighting scrolls. Yes. Because, you know, that w- that's what throws the scrolls off is a good scent. <laughs> but when you're shopping for that good scent, you can use the code HOTDAME for 15% off your purchase. I like it. I like it so much. And I like that we smell hot and fresh. So uh, most knowledgeable name, we have a another dame that we are discussing we're celebrating oh we have a very important dame i would say that she even has a movie coming out <gasps> pretty soon in fact a little after this movie uh, or i'm sorry little after this episode goes up <laughs> the movie comes out and that movie is captain, captain marvel. marvel the oh. mightiest avenger the mightiest avenger the mightiest dame yeah the mightiest day you might say she is the mightiest mightiest. i accept this we're okay with that the hierarchy has been set it's okay she t-poses stronger than i do as the youth there's a lot of hips too there's a lot of hips on that oh Mm -hmm. my gosh it's true so yes the movie is coming out this thursday of course so you can listen to us be excited and then go see it but we want to give you a brief history Yes. An intro, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yes. A little bite-sized thing to get you excited for, for Carol and all of her delightfulness. Ooh. I, like, I like introductions. Mm-hmm. I do, too, and I like snack-sized introductions. <laughs> They're the best kind of introductions. So do we have a snack-sized introduction? We do. Kind of. Sort of. Yeah. We get all kinds of little morsels for you, for sure. Okay. I mean, so a smorgasbord. 
a could, buffet. <laughs> could it be an empty one of those like charcuterie boards of Ooh. introductions? Ooh. I like that. A yes. A charcuterie yeah. a cheese board. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> a cheese board of uh Carol Captain Marvel goodness. <laughs> I'm I'm okay with that. So taking it from the top, we have strongest name do you want to do you want to take it from the top because i know you got you got oh, the infos i do i do so we're going to start with the carol danvers of it all mm. over here in the salty meat section of the cheese board <laughs> so we've got of course her creator ray tom or roy thomas i should say roy thomas who created her in 1968 she was just an air force uh officer actually and a colleague of marvell mm -hmm. and there in 68 she kind of just helped him along doing stuff and then about eight years later, she became Miss Marvel Ooh. and got some of his power set nice. from an explosion of the wish machine. The wish machine. Mm -hmm. The wish machine. The wish machine. <laughs> <laughs> I like that it has some big highfalutin name and we're just like, it's the wish machine. It's the yeah. wish machine. That's what everyone calls it now. It's, it's you know, just one letter off of being the washing. <laughs> the washing <laughs> It's a Cree wash machine. <laughs> I mean, we don't know. We're humans. It could be. <laughs> Too could be shame. An alien yep. wash machine. It could just be an alien, giant alien washing machine. So yep. she was Miss Marvel. And then um, from Miss Marvel, she ended up going to a couple different. She after had a couple different monikers at that point, too, because she was Carol. Then she was Miss Marvel. Then yep. she ended up being, what was it? In the 80s, she was bi binary? Binary. binary. And then there was also a warbird. Yeah. So she's ha she's a mistress of names. I mm -hmm. like it. Mm -hmm. Not including our favorite Captain Sparklefist. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. With oh. a side shoot of Princess Sparklefist as well. Yes. Yep. Oh, I love it. So she's been on so many teams. Yeah, including three different types of Avengers. I'm okay with this anymore. <laughs> That's why she's the mightiest Avenger. She's like, look, all Avenger teams come beneath me. I shall <laughs> shelter you upon my awesome. Mm -hmm, let mm -hmm. us let us go forth into the great beyond. So regular Avengers. Then the mighty Avengers. And then A-Force. <gasps> was that yes. the all-lady Avengers? That was the all-lady Avengers, which was an offshoot of a different event where everything was exploded. So it was a whole team. Where it was all ladies because all the dudes weren't there. I'm okay. And Valkyrie was in that team too. Yeah. That was, I'm like, yay, Valkyrie. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. And then she was also on the all new Avengers oh, that they recently did. So mm -hmm. she's on four teams. Yeah, technically. Yeah. Dang, she's four Avengers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she's four Avengers. She's, she's right all now. four Avengers. Yep. <laughs> Bad joke. I'm good at those. One may even call her Pro Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's her job. Yeah, it's like it's her job or something. <laughs> it just might be her job. Oh, my gosh. And so then, of course, she's got literally a litany of teams all over the place that ain't just a vengeance. Yeah. Mm -mm. No, she's got the... God, she was on Guardians of the Galaxy for, like, a day. So I guess that counts. <laughs> it then, counts. You're, you're a Guardian now. And then X-Force. X-Force. X-Force or X-Men? Did she X-Force well. the X-Men? Well, I think she was on X-Force, one of those like, wink, and she's gone kind of oh, situations, okay. but it was more of the X-Men. Yeah. You just got me excited about the X-Force. Uh, yeah, I know. I, like, I did X-Force with the... With the arms. There were so with, many arms. Yeah. I wish everyone saw it. <laughs> um, I know she heads up the Ultimates for a bit, too. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that was her cosmic, like, cosmic event. Was that cosmic Avenger-esque, the Ultimates? I actually never read enough Ultimates to really be like, yeah, totally Ultimates was like the space one. 
Um, I feel yes. I'm from my aesthetics memory. I feel mm-hmm. that that was a cosmic Avengers. Okay, so basically everything gets when she shows up, it's Avengers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. That's, mm-hmm. that's yeah. a little more BA than sorry, that's a little more BA than Captain America. <laughs> it's true. Saying. It is true. Uh, she yeah. does technically outrank him. So. Yeah, she does. That is canon, love, and it's great. <laughs> oh, that's my one of my favorite parts. I cannot wait for that to happen in Endgame. I just want her to come and be like, "I outrank you," and just walk away. <laughs> And he's just gonna be like, "Yes, ma'am." Okay. Yeah. He's like, "Yes, ma'am." And we're like, "Yeah, my superior." <laughs> yep. Yeah. So we have all the Avengers. She also worked for NASA. Works for NASA, the United States Air Force, which we talked about, and then Shield. She did Shield, and I think she also was a part of Sword at one point too. Yes, she was part of Sword. Yeah, and so was uh, Jessica, Spider Woman. Yeah. They did Sword together. Best friends forever. Yep. <laughs> Avenger Buds. I'm okay with those Avenger Buds. So of all of her teams, we got to talk real quick about her power sets because they are very importante to all of her superness-ness-ness. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially going into the MCU. Like, they've already stated that she's the most powerful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which yeah. is going to be great. Which I think it's going to blow some people's minds because we already have, like, Thor with his new crazy power set and the Hulk. And you're introducing Carol. And she's going to blow everybody else out of the water. And I'm really excited. And that's pretty much how it is in the comics. Like, yeah. she's one of the, like, if you need something heavy hitting, you get Carol Danvers in there. Exactly. So we've got, of course, we've seen her fly. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you've been watching the trailers or you've read the books, you've seen you've seen her fly. <laughs> Check. Um, superhuman strength. Yes, definitely. <laughs> it makes me happy. <laughs> Speed. And if I remember correctly, she is, like, six times faster than the speed of either sound or light i feel like sound because they definitely want to keep tying in that she's like a pilot Mm -hmm. so sound would make sense yeah sound makes sense and then it it, they said endurance and stamina and i'm just like basically she's just harder she goes harder (laughs) than everybody else and keeps going I like the energizer bunny. <laughs> <laughs> With cosmic power comes your energizer bunny. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that makes sense because she does have power absorption as well. Yay. So she has an endless supply of energy. Exactly. And then she can also shoot it out, right? Yep. Or mm-hmm. That's the sparkle fists. Sparkle fists, sparkle fists. And I know when she was binary, she could absorb the power of uh, black holes or... Um, or solar like, flares. And yeah, stuff. it was mm-hmm. it was like fission, like it was yeah. straight up science. And I'm like, oh shoot! But it made her even more powerful. Hence her super crazy beautiful. And I keep stroking back my hair like <laughs> I had one. I wish I had one. That mohawk of flames that oh, we yeah. keep seeing, or like mm-hmm. I like to call it the glow hawk because Ooh. it just jams. glows and sparkles and jams. You know, hashtag Glowhawk. We're, yeah. we're pointing that. Glowhawk. I'm yep. putting it down. Pointing I'm putting it, it down now. right now. Yeah, it's just gonna Glowhawk. Glowhawk. Glow we will see it upon all of our <laughs> hashtag Glowhawk. <laughs> so those are power sets. And then from there, where do we go? I mean, we've been a pretty good like a blinkity blink at who she is and what she's capable of. We do. Um, I would say we definitely want to talk about we mentioned the X-Men earlier, mm-hmm. but with her original incarnation, it was fantastic. Chris Claremont wrote the second half of her first Miss Marvel series. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of stuff happened in the 80s when she was binary and Warbird that were very weird. Mm -hmm. Marvel didn't really give a lot of consideration to female characters at all. Yeah. 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 Um, I know some about it. I know 
We got our most knowledgeable dame and yeah. our most distracted dame. You guys actually know a ton about this. Yes. I just know like the gloss over. Um, all I know is that Chris Claremont fixed it with the X-Men. Yes. 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 I can totally agree on that front. I mean, go for it, most knowledgeable dame. Oh, I don't know if I want to take the charge on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's a tough topic. I know. So basically, there was... And you can see it with like kind of how they wrote a bunch of their female characters at the time because I know Wanda also had or Scarlet Witch. And, yeah, we're on a first name basis. Yeah. It's okay. I'm Wanda. on a first name basis with her. But she anyway. texts her all the time. Yeah. Believe me. <laughs> Vision's so, okay with it. We so, checked. Uh, so like they had like Scarlet Witch had this whole thing where they had to have like this whole she broke down and then that like it's kind of this whole cycle where we like have these female characters but then once they reach a certain point then the most interesting for writers or at least what they seem to think is the most interesting thing is to then tear them down mm -hmm. or to be like all right we're just gonna pair you off and there you go because they also did that to like Mantis Oh, like she became right. uh yeah. she married like swordsman's ghost and they became like she was like the celestial madonna and it was weird and it's just kind of one of those things where they have these female characters they introduce them and then it's like okay they're gone and happy now and so i think that's kind of the vein where this really awkward and bad story with carol came in where it was an avengers story where it's like this celest this uh I guess cosmic -y beam came in and was like, yeah, we're totally in love. And this is all the mind do hickey stuff that we did to make it happen. And it doesn't sound okay. But are the Avengers were like, that sounds legit. Yeah. Have fun on your honeymoon. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so that's kind of the, the gist of that story. That is the very it, nicest, beautiful yes, gist. Because uh, my gist is so much heavier than that yeah, gist. Yeah. Like that can we can get super heavy on all the topics, but we want to celebrate Carol. And like we this is like something that definitely happened to her and we yeah. want to discuss it, but we don't want to like spend all our time because we could do our whole episode a very serious episode talking about this. We yeah. we could do it actually on a lot of the female characters and the mm -hmm. complete uh it's not even just deflowering, but it's the de-empowering of female heroines in the 1980s, especially oh, with the fully led Marvel uh, Marvel team at that time and how the comics code approved so many absolutely utterly terrible things that went on to these females. Um, I know I, I can mention it really brief briefly. There was an article written by Carol Strickland in the 1980s called The Rape of Miss Marvel that actually addresses the entire storyline. If you're interested in reading it, you can totally Google it. But it comes down to the fact that this is not okay to happen to any human being. Mm -hmm. It doesn't just matter that she's a woman, but this is bad. And she pointed out that they took, they had given Miss Marvel when she first started in the 70s. She was females fight back, empowerment, and all of these well, things. Well, she was like raising, also talking about like raising wages for women exactly. as well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And just treating women equal in the workforce as well, which was a huge stance in the 80s. Yeah. And then they essentially, in that one, that one storyline, mm -hmm. they, they took away all of her power and made her into it made her into something. Yeah, but and I think even calling it a storyline is like not, a stretch because you know, it's a single issue that this happens. Right. There's nothing leading up to this. There is it's just a single issue where it's like she goes from Miss Marvel Avenger to goes off to be who knows what until the X Men find her, and that's only because Chris Claremont, who was writing the X Men at the time brought her in mm -hmm. like if that hadn't happened who knows what would have happened with uh like she just might have disappeared which would have been awful for 
everything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And Claremont took the time to build her into, to help build her into such a great character, to incorporate her into the X-Men and to give us not only a great X-Men run, which also powered up Rogue, who is yes. one of yes. my favorite X-Men. Yeah. What? You oh, don't so say. Yeah. I, I don't say. Yeah. Uh, like for anyone not familiar episode. with, uh, like I think everyone knows like Rogue from the cartoon, like she can fly, she's super strong. But what a lot of like the cartoon never went into is she got her powers from Captain Marvel, from Carol Danvers. Yes. And did. that's a, they're kind of this whole like interconnectedness and it's a really cool, like, I don't know, just relationship to look up yeah. if you're ever like wanting to go down a rabbit hole of stuff. Like it's an interesting storyline. Well, we can, I will quickly wrap it because they actually only brought it up for maybe I think one episode in 92 in the X-Men because when she got the powers she knocked Miss Marvel unconscious and she was in a coma and she felt Rogue felt super duper bad and she kept seeing Miss Marvel in her head. Thank you Distracted Dame Boys. Wow. <laughs> wow. Sh- Look at that. Oh wait that's the wrong we're not Shazam. Zachary Levi. <laughs> what are you doing here? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You said it's his name three times. <laughs> I really wish that would work. <laughs> I like him a lot. So Claremont saved no, Claremont redirected yes. a fan a ship, a ship not as in a relationship. If you listened to our last episode, <laughs> but a great ship that was already destined for great things. Yeah. And then that brings us to our modern reboot, not just our modern reboot, but our modern telling of Captain mm-hmm. Marvel. Oh yeah, oh and yeah, we're getting into the thick of it now. We are. So Carol Danvers went through all of that stuff, and with Claremont, I think the good thing about Claremont's redirection is that he didn't ignore what happened, mm-hmm. which a lot of writers, when they get handed that situation, they just completely rip that page out and say, nope, this is where we happen, continuing from exactly. this issue on, and he didn't do that. He definitely wrote Carol as a survivor and someone who went through something very traumatic, and the X-Men helped her continue on through that, mm-hmm. and that made her stronger as a character, and writers now deal with that and they continue exactly. that trend and that's where we go into the modern iteration with the lovely a kelly sue deconic kelly sue deconic kelly sue <laughs> oh my gosh it's praise to mama deconic praise yep. mama deconic <laughs> yeah mama mm. deconic and all her duck lips we love it oh we love them <laughs> and her hair she's oh, i've been staring at her instagram all weekend she's asking <laughs> people for hair choices for the premiere and Ooh. i just got really Aww. she's like do you like my hair like this with one side to the front or do you like behind my ears or how about curlers nah i don't like curlers but she's posting all of her selfies <laughs> and her train of thought and i'm just like i love you be my Aww. friend this sounds delightful oh Oh, Kelly Sue. She sounds like everyone's cool aunt, and I love it. I love it. Okay. So, but yeah, go for it. Her, her run started in 2012, mm-hmm. and that is when we started seeing Carol as Captain Marvel. She dropped the miss. Uh, Chris Anka redesigned her new outfit, so now she's in a full, kind of like a flight suit yes. with her helmet, which is awesome, and then she got the glow hawk going on. So no longer is she in the once like the swimsuit essentially with yeah. the, the thigh the, high black boots, the thigh high black boots and the, the scarf around her waist because sure why not mm-hmm. at least she was covered but she was covered it depended on the artist it, 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 that really that depends. feels like a whole other episode I could go into but anyway moving on new Noting better costume other co- <laughs> costume designs keep going yes <laughs> but that was such a cool run that Kelly Sue took that and kind of made her for a new audience. She brought her back to the forefront and she wanted to tell people who was Carol. Mm-hmm. Her being someone who's so stubborn that she's just 
has such a great tenacity. She'll do whatever she has to, to get the job done, to make people feel better, to make people feel protected. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we got in our first run. She went higher, faster, and further than anyone ever did before. I can totally agree that. I think Mm -hmm. that's one of my favorite. That first arc from 2012 is one of my absolute favorite arcs for Captain Marvel. Um, We get a time travel. Even if you have never read a Captain Marvel book, you drop right into that. It's a time traveling, rip roaring, stubborn, sassy run on just. It's just awesome. Like, yeah. It, it was it was Emma Rios was doing the art on that too, mm-hmm. which teams up again with Kelly Sudaconic on Pretty. Oh, I almost said Deadly. Pretty Deadly. Mm-hmm. I almost went the other way. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, wrong book. Um, but it is it's beautifully drawn. You can see the care that Kelly Sue has taken to bring you in. If you have, and like I said, if you've never had any introduction at all, this is where I would just. Do you know what you want to see? Someone really kick ass read this book mm-hmm. here you go shalom read this book please. <laughs> yes please oh my gosh and then more modern stuff as well kelly sue carried and brought captain marvel and carol to the forefront for a number of years yeah mm-hmm. uh, also writing avengers takes with her as well but uh one of the newer runs of captain marvel Stephanie, you were reading, right? Yeah, and I'm really digging it. It's done by Kelly uh, Kelly Thompson, and it's uh, just Captain Marvel number one and two so far, but Mm -hmm. it's ongoing, and it's really cool. So it deals with the aftermath of um, her being in space for a long time because she was hanging out with Alpha Flight, which uh, if you know comics, they're the Canadian superhero team, but they were in space with Carol for a bit, and uh, she's come back to Earth, and this is also after... uh, Civil War II, which is yeah, no bueno. Man. Yeah, no bueno. Uh, and then also her taking time to like take care of her family. So she's now coming back into the forefront and everyone's now kind of uh, the public are like, well, she kind of left for a bit. Who is she? So she agrees to an interview and then things go down, <laughs> essentially. So there's basically uh, like Jessica, Hazmat, Echo, uh, I think Jen Walters, uh, She-Hulk is going to get involved pretty soon. So I'm really excited about this book uh, and the direction that it's going. So that's one to keep an eye on. And if it just started, and if you want to get a good, um, like, go into a comic book store, grab these two issues and get a good view of, like, who Carol is uh, before the movie starts, I'd recommend picking that up if you're intimidated by trades. But I think yeah. you could go for the trades. You can go for this. You're not going to go wrong with uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick or Kelly Thompson. I can totally agree on that one. Mm-hmm. And then I know that uh, it just came out in the... It, it is 2019. Golly jeepers. <laughs> 20, 2018, there was a limited that came out called The Life of Captain Marvel, which was a five limited issue run that um, was a... Not, they coined it as not a retelling and I'm doing air quotes. You can't see them, but you can feel them. <laughs> um, a limited retelling of her origin story to try to get people up to speed. It more was a focus on not her original, her original origin, which is she gains her powers from Captain Marvel. Um, but it gave a spin and spoilers that she has Cree in her blood and the wish machine impact coupled with being next to Marvel, but it was mostly the wish machine activated her Cree, her dormant Cree cells and brought her to the forefront. It had a great arc in, or it had a great section in there where her mom is like this totally BA Cree captain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that she named her not Carol, but Carol. <laughs> Cause <laughs> it means, it means champion in Cree. 
and it addresses it's more of an addressing of family so it takes a lot more for me from coming out of like Kelly Sue's run to go to this one to find the spitfire sassy like she's still stubborn but all of the extra quippiness that comes with her when it's in her crew bloodline barely it is but um you don't see it as much in that but if you want a quick a quick uptick on it you can do that Mm -hmm. i also know that marvel released a quote-unquote prelude to Captain Marvel book that I don't think any of us have gotten our hands um, on. And I'm I, very okay, hesitant. So I'm hesitant to yeah. recommend that because usually their prelude books are um, like just redrawings of the previous movies, which I don't know how they would do that for Captain Marvel because she hasn't been in anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's so, why I'm curious. I haven't even opened it. Yeah, yeah. So usually those have been historically not great. Mm-hmm. It's not really any, it's either not new content or not that. You know, it's yeah. nothing that's building upon anything that's going to help Exactly. Yeah, I would say in lieu, definitely either pick up the uh, In the Life of Captain Marvel mm-hmm. or definitely just grab the new Captain Marvel by Kelly Thompson. Both are by Kelly Thompson, mm-hmm. actually. Uh-huh. But definitely grabbing this new number one. In the first two pages, I flipped through it. In the first two pages, she goes through modern retelling yeah. of Carol's history. Mm-hmm. And that's really all you need to know to get picked up to speed. Because now that we are recording and getting ready for the movie coming out this Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, we've seen, which was really cool as a little cool side note, uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick wa- actually walked the red carpet, which yes. was very cool because the comic creators have, other than Stan Lee, have never been invited to do that. And Kelly Sue's iteration and also Kelly Thompson's iteration very much shaped the movie that we were getting. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was great seeing, especially if you want to follow some really fantastic, just crazy Instagram, when she was taking pictures of her chair on set. Yes. And it had her name on the back. And I was just like, Ugh, girl, I'm so <laughs> proud to see you in that chair. Like, you could sit in the chair and take a selfie, but taking the picture of the chair makes me mm-hmm. happy, too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. needless to say, I think we are super excited to see how our beautiful comic family is leaping forward mm-hmm. into uh in 3d like they're really there <laughs> oh my gosh wait can we see it in 3d oh i Ooh, imagine so we probably could oh, oh my gosh sick. <laughs> now i'm wondering about that oh my gosh okay yeah so it's great to see her leap forward into not just in out of comics but forward into making such a great stand for movies and in culture as general and this says mm-hmm. a lot about carol as a person as well oh yeah yeah and it definitely says a lot about carol as kind of like a modern pop culture icon because if you mm-hmm. really think about it in the current mcu there are only really a f- maybe less than a handful of characters that have really made a cultural impact. Yeah. Yeah. And like, there's there's a good reason for that because there was a period of time when the Marvel Comics company was struggling with money. Oh, so the way they saved the company was they sold the movie rights to anything that anyone would buy. So that's why Fox has the right to X-Men yeah. and uh, Fantastic Four was out of their hands for a bit and Punisher and pretty much all these things were sold Spidey. because, yeah, and Spidey, uh, because those were the things that people knew. Everything else that they had their hands on, so Iron Man, uh, Captain America, even, and um, pretty much everyone that we got those first wave of movies were, were ones they couldn't sell to anybody. Yeah, very true. So, um, so Captain Marvel. So when you think of like Marvel heroes that people knew before the movies, you're gonna think, uh, you're gonna think like a uh, Captain America. Black Panther, Spider Man, mm-hmm. but also Captain Marvel. Like yeah. in a way that if you're like if you were 
like I guess paying attention to the comic scene around the time that the first run came out, mm-hmm. Carol was everywhere. And I think probably the best person in the room to ask about that would be both of you guys. Yeah. Uh, because I was, <laughs> I was like going through some life stuff around the time that that first run came out. So I missed out on that whole Carol Core train. And I'm really sad about it. But it, but it, let's hear it from you guys about that. It's okay to get on the train. Yeah, yeah I, okay. I'm on it late, but I'm on it. I'm, as long as you're, as long as you're in. Once you're in the core, you're in the core. Yep. You don't, it, it's one of those sisterhood, we can't let you out of this thing. It's not like we're going to jump you. <laughs> nope. We won't jump you. We won't jump you in. We won't jump you out. But we'll always remember you. Your legacy will always be there. Mm. Yep. That was yeah. pretty. Thank you. Thank oh you. My. I learned it from Carol. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's right. Okay. Yeah. No, the Carol core, like Captain Marvel is definitely something I like to call a cultural linchpin Mm -hmm. because she's bringing in everything of the modern era. Like you mentioned Captain America, Black Panther, and even Mm Spider-Man. They've all made huge cultural impacts outside of just being popular in comic books. Mm -hmm. The rest of the MCU, they just had varying level of popularities in comics, but those three and now Carol have made huge impacts. And you mentioned the Carol core, which... Mm -hmm. For you, dear listeners that don't necessarily know, the first iteration with Kelly Pseudoconics run, the Carol Core is what fans, whether they be male, female, or lovely in between or neither, mm-hmm. called themselves as fans. They were so excited to join Carol on her adventures and loved what she was standing for that we just saw this huge influx of new readers mm-hmm. who just wanted to see what this new character is all about. And so many people that really related to what she was talking about. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could especially, and I literally, I pulled up because it it still it still moved me so much um, about how people connected with Carol was from the end of her, it was, it had to be almost, uh, it was like the enemy within was the run and it was from the Avengers and she had two standalone, like fully tied in books. And at the end of it, um, she goes through this thing where to get rid of the bad guy, she has to go into space and essentially she loses her memory. But so they bring her, they get her back and they bring her back and it goes, when somebody asks about Miss Marvel, what do we tell them? We tell, or it was a little girl. We tell her that heroes aren't defined by their powers or their costumes, but by the contents of their heart. And for that, and then it goes on to say, um, but we will know we will know by the light she has inside of her because she showed us all today we know she's captain marvel and she's our hero and that mm-hmm. connected with me on such a personal level that i got and i'm getting tingly right now yeah. from even reading it out loud yeah. again mm-hmm. that that is that is the impact that saying it is the contents of your heart and it's the contents of your character that make you a great person that connected every that connects everybody that makes people want to get behind such an amazing character and it doesn't matter your your gender race creed your your sexuality whatever it is a down to the root base of who you are and the contents of you are are what we're going to get behind and mm-hmm. this this just it, 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 ugh, 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 yeah. sorry yeah. Vapors. <laughs> Vapors. Oh. Yeah. No, it's like her level of tenacity was just amazing to see, especially the new iteration of comics. Because when she yes. first came out, uh, when the 2012 stuff, 
not a lot of things were really happening for the female comic book characters no, at that time. Marvel was yeah. kind of being stagnant again. Marvel tends to go through highs and lows, and they were yeah. definitely getting to the stagnant point again. They go again. through high highs and low, low lows. lows. <laughs> Mountain high, valley low. That's that's, that's almost comics in general. Yeah. <laughs> comics and industry. at that point, they were very much getting to that. And mm. I think especially, too, they were hitting up Image had their big boom at yeah, that section that's true. right before this book came out and saga was on everybody's lips mm-hmm. and everyone's like marvel uh we're so tired of that marvel stuff and mm-hmm. i remember going into the stores um the store i'm sorry i was in alaska at that time still <laughs> the <store>. and the <laughs> store it was what store it's a great store still there um everyone the marvel books were sitting on the shelf just sitting there and you could go in and you could pick up books that had been there for weeks but this one this one you couldn't keep on the shelves yep. mm-hmm. and that of everything else all of the image was being sold all the in, the indie was being sold we had a pretty good chunk of dc running out but i i distinctly remember not being able to get the weekly run for captain marvel and i was pissed no <laughs> i had like three five <laughs> and like seven and then the rest were on back order and then i'm like i'm just gonna trade weight it yeah, and that was the most frustrating thing too. <laughs> oh, so good, so good. And I think one of the other things too is I I love personally like one Carol has part of the real estate on my tattoo that I am working on. Damn. Carol's definitely one of the next two that I'm going to get on my superheroine tattoo. But I love that Carol, because of everything she's gone through, and because really being the showing of it matters about all of power in your heart, not necessarily your actual power set and what you do, your own character is the strength of you. Mm-hmm. She showed and continues to show that she is the every woman. She's not yeah. she's not like above like you, me, or anyone else. Mm-hmm. She is powerful because she is who she is and she doesn't put anyone else down. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that definitely is something that is so, 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 so cool to see mm-hmm. and to see continue being written that way. And like her relationships as well. That's oh, something yeah. that, oh, that yeah. definitely And you can in. see that through her relationships, like her relationship with uh, Jessica Drew, Spider-Woman, and then like uh, her uh, her relationship with Wanda or her mentorships with Kamala or uh, Anya and now Hazmat. Like yeah. it, she she doesn't. Like she's not like the kind of person that's like a like a mother hen sort, but she's the kind of person that takes people around her and uplifts them and like holds them to a higher standard, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and I know building up women around her, which is exactly what (laughs) would exactly what I want my captain to always Mm -hmm. do. My generals and my captains, they can start out as princesses, but they always end up empowering everybody around them, and especially not just the women, but we see it thrive the most with the women in especially in the books and the men not that they flock to her but they don't treat her as a lesser and the ones that that start talking quote unquote down to her she doesn't have to show them up she just makes them chase after her and that is the type of woman that i always want to be around because those are the ones that go higher go farther Mm -hmm. go faster and go further and i don't care if i said it wrong because all of those things (laughs) they were all in it they were all in it (laughs) because that's what a great leader does yeah and cap inspired cap america let me quote let me push that (laughs) captain america stephen rogers stephen rogers did a great job in showing that on the ground but carol danvers shows that everywhere yeah and it doesn't matter what your gender is. When your leader is doing that, you're going to follow them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
Well, and then like all of the stuff that Carol has gone through as well has made her such a strong individual. Mm -hmm. And you know what? She's had her lows as well, dealing with situations like Mm -hmm. that. Like everyone and their grandma knows about like Tony Stark having his alcohol problem. Mm -hmm. Carol did too. We just talked about the stuff that she went through in the 80s. A lot of writers gloss over it, but a lot of really strong writers acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. And that was acknowledged around the time that Tony was trying to get over his alcoholism as well. She was going through the same thing Mm -hmm. and the last dredges of it, and they became each other's sponsors. That's my favorite. He calls her Care Bear, too. Like, she she doesn't begrudgingly accept his help. She sees him as his... They're their accountability partners. Mm -hmm. And there's no room... Or as I call them, accountability buddies. Oh, shoot. (laughs) I still love that. I forgot that you call them accountability buddies. Yeah, they they connect in such a great way and it's not romantic. And it doesn't feel romantic. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel brother-sister. It feels like just a great team. Yeah. And it's so cool to, like, be able to see it translated in the in the panels and i'm really kind of excited to see where it takes off mm-hmm. in the movies oh it's gonna be great he's gonna be like i'm dying here i am dying and she's gonna be like dunk, dunk, dunk. hey do you want to live yeah he's like what what i don't want to yeah. go through this again damn it <laughs> survivor's guilt all over again oh my gosh and that's that's part of like we were talking we were talking about how she's gone through all of this these muck-ups from the 80s and not just you know with with her her rape she was raped she was a victim of sexual assault it wasn't because of it that she grew what was in spite of it that she grew mm-hmm. and the writers that come after not only acknowledge and uh, acknowledge that moment but they they don't downplay it they don't hide it in the shadows mm-hmm. and they go yeah she dealt with the essentially it's P- there's ptsd that's connected mm-hmm. to it and her alcoholism and then her dad which they you'll see different things from different the different mm-hmm. iterations where they talk about her family problems and that her brother died and she has this sense of she doesn't have a she's working through her her survivor's guilt but she's honoring the people that came before her and she's honoring herself by continuing to push which makes her in a couple of arcs almost re- almost to the point of recklessness yeah. mm-hmm. Yeah. but she has great friends especially especially jessica all day jessica mm-hmm. comes in and is like girlfriend no 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 sit, sit down sit down nap time we take naps and she's like i don't wanna she's like just just sit well and even like a lot of relationships that don't get acknowledged like wanda's one that doesn't get acknowledged as much as it should yeah but also monica monica rambeau photon yeah she is fantastic they don't Acknowledge her relationship as much, unfortunately. But Kelly Sue, again, in her original, like, second arc, mm-hmm. definitely acknowledged that relationship with Monica and how they definitely make each other better by building each other up and keeping each other humble. Yeah. They both are like, oh, you're you're this, you're this level of superhero? Well, check it out. I Google alert myself. So there you go. <laughs> That's right. She, Google, she has her, the Captain Marvel. So Monica Rambeau at one time was also carrying the mantle of Captain Marvel. And then she got a Google alert <laughs> that Carol showed up and took it. And she's like, <clears throat> we've got to talk about this. And she's like, you have a Google alert set up for yourself? And Monica's like, don't you? Like, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't why you? Would you, why you? Right. I'm famous. Why wouldn't you? And I'm like, oh, I love you, Monica. <laughs> and that's going to be super cool seeing her mom, Maria, in the movie being Carol's BFF for life, being her, her, what is it? What is it in the, her, her wingman? Her, yeah, yeah she's a wing, in Air Force, it's the wingman. If you're anybody, if you're boots on the ground, that would be your battle buddy or your yeah. battle boo. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. She ain't got no battle boo. She no, got I thought we in. were going for platonic life partner, so I'm glad you didn't say anything. I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that too. I mean, I'm also down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We came to get down. Uh, but it's it's just great seeing all of these relationships and all of these characters just being uplifted and empowered by Carol just being herself as well mm-hmm. and wanting other people to also feel this empowered and this great. Like, yeah. that's such a cool thing to see in a character. And, I love it. And mm-hmm. I think it translates really well to also her empowering, in the empowerment of the characters in the books and people almost flocking to follow her she empowers females and female fandoms to mm-hmm. to greater heights mm-hmm. i didn't mean that as pun but it came out anyway <laughs> um and not just her own i mean if we're looking at the the, the movement for kamala khan mm-hmm. if we're looking at the marvel uprising as oh, a yeah. whole yeah. which is a, is fiercely female led we've got these young readers and these young viewers male and female or everything in between that are going i want to be like them and that's i i fiercely believe that is all captain that is a very good chunk of captain marvel's story oh definitely and like all of the new marvel now stuff as well definitely started with marvel realizing hmm these new readers like this ladies thing <laughs> we have some of those pull them out of the closet deborah <laughs> and like, just pulled all of these female characters out of the closet and that's why we had so many like cool iterations yeah. that's why like the new squirrel girl also started oh, yeah. around that time too so it did and it's uh like squirrel girls one where she was always um like she was on some quirky teams but her whole thing is she's unbeatable she has never mm-hmm. been defeated and that's a really fun character and it's a challenge to write an intriguing story that way but it can be done and it can be fun and you can put her on teams you can have fun with that so mm-hmm. she's in marvel uprising now so that's a really and then also like you had a uh, moon girl and double dinosaur yes. so it's lunella lunella so she's new a De- devil dinosaur and moon boy was the mm-hmm. old one but so then it's this whole girl in new york city who is brilliant but misunderstood and doesn't really fit like she belongs and then you throw a dinosaur into that and it's just this really fun all ages so title and i'd recommend so it i mean the unstoppable wasp too yes. oh yes mm-hmm. which that- is also coming back because that ran for like a few issues and then it was canceled and then they're like mm, people like this ladies thing and like the, this is selling like hot cakes at book fairs <laughs> dust that up we're putting it back out <laughs> well and then of course you have to also acknowledge the hammer in the room of yes. like the mighty yes. thor yes yes right i don't have the hammer inside the house but it goes <laughs> yeah like mew mew being che- or mjolnir mew mew is what my dad calls mjolnir because <laughs> uh, he can't pronounce mjolnir for whatever reason um, but mjolnir being given to jane foster mm-hmm. and yes. thor becoming the mighty Thor is definitely because of the waves that Captain Marvel made. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Also, I think that outfit is a little bit that too, with that that sweet, solid, like straight down mm-hmm. the mask. Oh. Kissed. I love these helmets. They're yeah. so oh, they're good. They got they got me all caught up. They got me feeling it caught up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh! And this is all just because of the cultural linchpin yeah. that is Carol Danvers. Our Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Long oh. may you reign. Yes. yes. I will stand on my desk all day for this lady. <laughs> oh, yeah. That movie did do that, didn't they? They did. They <laughs> yeah. did. Rest in peace, Robin Williams. Really? You're my favorites. Yeah. But mm-hmm. 
So one more shout out to that before we close out is we've got to say congratulations and we're excited to see everything you do. Brie Larson. Sack local. Fantastic. She doing town proud. Yeah. No, we've got some, some other great ladies coming out of here as filmmakers and as artists, but I know we're just really excited to see what she does because um, we don't usually get to see a Sacktown girl up on a screen like this. Yeah. So I'm excited. You no, I am so jazzed for her. Even if she went to literally the rival of my alma mater, I still <laughs> appreciate <laughs> Free Larson nonetheless. <laughs> good. Oh my gosh. I feel Ooh. good. I feel good. Guys. I feel good. I feel, yeah. I feel good. I feel excited and quite mighty to see I this know. delightful movie. Yay. All right, after this episode happens, I'm just going to go into hibernation and then come back out to see Captain Marvel in a few days. <laughs> One more sleep. One more sleep. <laughs> One more sleep till Captain Marvel. <laughs> I Sorry, like... that was not in tune at all. <laughs> I was trying to do the Muppets Christmas Carol and it It's okay, Carol can't sing was. either. It's fine. <laughs> no, she can't. Oh. oh, I really hope they do that one too. Oh my gosh. I don't know where I'm going with this, you guys. I got distracted. Well, I think we just got to do, uh, you know, sponsors and yeah. yeah yeah do you know what if, even if they're not distracted and i am you can still go to empire's comics vault located 1120 fulton <laughs> avenue sweet k for pugs hugs hot sauce and out of this world cosmic comic books trust me you should visit and then of course if your oil factory is in need of something mighty something delicious something sparkly in your century area <laughs> look fat quill and ilk Quill and Ink Alchemy up on the Etsy. You can find all kinds of fun fandom scents inspired by your favorite video games or your favorite, you know, character archetypes. Who knows? We might have an out of this world scent coming soon. We will get back to you on that. It's lost in the time stream right now. But if you are shopping around for a fantastic scent, you can use the code HOTDAME for 15% off your first purchase. Yeah, I love it. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Captain Marvel is mature. Captain Marvel has definitely made us just very excited. I'm just like, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel. I'm just like, she's, she's sitting right here next to me, you guys. She's a I'm... tiny bobblehead, but she's sitting right here. <laughs> We've got multiple tiny bobbleheads. I'm so excited. We do. Oh my gosh. We do. But we oh. should definitely close out the HQ because we got to get ready to go see this movie. I got right. a glove up and glasses on. Let's go. Okay. But of course, this is the Distracted Dave. Amy, you can find me at Robot on the very new social media. This is why I'm really distracted. I got to pass it to... I'm going to pass it the way that I usually do. This okay. way to the, to the right. <laughs> All right. Picking it up. All right. And I am Stephanie. And you can find me at my Instagram at Dame of the Galaxy. Uh, and you know me as the most knowledgeable dame. And then I'm going to pass it to our strongest dame. Strongest dame here. Picking it up because I'm super strong. Um, um, I am Arminia, but you guys know me as Minnie. You can find me at Dame Egg Sauce on that there Instagrams. Yes, and just remember, geeks in distress. No need to light the signal. We're always on patrol. See you guys on the flip side. Yeah.